kissing Santa Claus Underneath the mistletoe last night She didn't see me creep Down the stairs to have a peep She thought that I was tucked up in my bedroom Fast asleep Then I saw Mommy Tickle Santa Claus Welcome to Packers Without Borders The greatest podcast on the planet <risa> Bienvenidos empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. Here's what I'm doing. What's that? Popping champagne for Jordan Love. There it is. He's he's the real deal. He's the I real deal. Know. Did you see how on point those throws were, dude? Oh, I mean, if Aaron Jones had a pair of hands on him, right? I mean, but then we get we get right back into it, and it's like, okay, so eleven carries for Aaron Jones as we're ending the end of the third. I mean, that tells you everything you need to know. Rogers got a broken thumb on the throwing hand, and he's still out there slinging it way too freaking often. We go out, we score on the first drive. How many throws did he have on the first drive? <sighs> Dude. Just kept feeding Dylan, feeding Dylan, feeding Jones. Dylan. Yeah. I right. Don't know. I don't know, man. And and then we get Jordan Love comes into the game. And I thought, holy smoke, here we go. Right. We're going to we're going to get to see this is his opportunity. He's been waiting for this. He's been waiting on the edge of his seat for the last few weeks, waiting any minute now. And he goes out there, takes exactly what the uh, what the defense would give him. Oh, they only give me the three yards here. Oh, they only give me seven yards here. Right. And then, bam, there goes Christian Watson in that same design, sweet play, and touchdown. Took exactly what the offense, what the defense would give him. All of his throws looked like laser beams. They were exactly where they needed to be. He didn't hesitate. He, he looked off his reads and then moved his feet and got out of the fucking pocket. Ugh. He, he's got his fundamentals, which was the biggest difference from last year to this year that I saw in those few throws. Just on time. Um yeah, man, that 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 gave me some hope. We've been waiting for it for a couple of weeks, dude. And now you can see how injured Aaron Rodgers was on top of the fact that he wasn't playing well and all he's limiting the offense. He's limiting the offense. We can't do this, we can't do that, we can't why? Oh, because Rodgers is hurt. Why is he out there then? Why is he out there then? And then nobody can bench an MVP. And then how many how many times, and I know this is what all the Rodgers apologists are going to say, oh, well, if our defense could stop the run one time. Well, if he didn't throw two fucking picks and take four sacks in the first half, I mean, maybe that would be a different game too, you think? You think maybe? You think maybe that would be a different game if he didn't throw two picks and take four sacks in the first half? I think that'd be a different game. Especially, I'm just, especially I'm just saying. Especially down the field and we're moving the ball and A.J. Dillon does it and he throws just a terrible fucking – interception to an undrafted free agent who's had five snaps all season. Right. Uh, uh, it, it, why is Barry using a two man D line front? It's never stopped the run and it did not. I am sick and tired of having all of these NFL historical stats being set. And the team that they set it against is the goddamn Packers. 125 yards. Jalen Hurts, the only player in NFL history with 125 yards rushing and 125 yards passing in the first half. What were we doing out there? We could have had a Pee Wee Pop Warner football team out there putting up more of a resistance. And you know what? They would have put four guys on the line and they would have sent five and six. They would have sent some pressure. Instead, they just let them do whatever they want. And then they go, well, Clay Walker didn't make a tackle. I saw a lot of guys weren't making tackles. You know what else I saw? I saw that you were only putting two D linemen up on their five 
And all I'm hearing all night is Chris Collins. We're talking about how great that offensive line is. Oh, wow. They're so great. Let me get down and gag on it because it's such a great offensive line. It's not that great of an offensive line. It's, it's just Barry is they're blocking. They're blocking with 1500 pounds a man. And we're trying to attack with 600 pounds. I mean, they're not having a hard time. They literally were taking timeouts because they were getting cramps from blocking our guys into the earth so easily. And, and, and what do we do? Let's take out another big guy and put in a smaller guy. That'll do it. That never does it. It does not do it. It has never done it. We haven't been able to stop the run since fucking before fucking Vince Lombardi was an itch in his dad's fucking pants. This is fucking garbage fucking defensive football. We've got two fucking deep first round picks playing on the defensive line and we can't fucking stop a basic aid gap fucking run up the middle. They're blocking with five for fuck's sakes. We get to third and two and Jair is 25 yards deep. Jesus fuck are you you gotta he's gotta see this he's gotta see this either goot lets barry go or we've got to go from the top down like papa g we got to go goot and barry at the same time this is terrible i mean jalen hurts was cramping up he was running so far the guy was being timed for a marathon the distance he traveled i mean come on and when you have a running quarterback, and we saw this with Kaepernick, and we saw this with Vic, and we saw this with every running quarterback that we've ever dealt with, bro, it's why don't spy, don't spy at this point. What you need to do is load up the fucking box and force him to fucking throw and let Jair take AJ Brown and whoever else you need to fucking put and you play press and you force them to throw if we lose fucking deep great but you don't run for fucking 400 yards at least then at least then at least then and this is what doesn't this is what really gets me is because if barry had a fucking uh, ounce of fucking sense in his brain he would have done something like that put a four five six man attack and he would have put he would have put jair out on an island and then if jair got beat by aj brown for 200 yards and three touchdowns then we can go 84 million dollars for that fucking guy can you believe it he runs his mouth off he runs his mouth off in the the locker room points we'd be within seven points as opposed to and we'd have more than fucking a minute and 11 seconds to try to fucking come back and mount a comeback with the fucking onside kick apparently apparently philadelphia eagles the 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 equipment staff was having troubles because the cleats, they're only good for about 150 yards, and they were they were changing the cleats out so fucking often. I mean, they were like, wait, normally we don't have to do this for a couple of games. We had to do it three times in the first. It's terrible. This is absolutely terrible. And we'll hear the Rogers apologist. Oh, well, see, Rogers can't make people uh, not fumble the ball. Rogers can't. No, but you know what he could do? You know what he could do? He could take what the defense gives him and hit those short little passes. And if he's too injured to play and he's actually detrimental to the team, it takes a big man to say, you know what? I can't be out there because it hurts my team. I understand that you're the Hall of Famer, but Jordan Love, we have seen this before, even in the Kansas City game. I mean, what a game to go into for your first and you lose on and special teams as a block kick. Like, come on, come on. And everybody puts that, well, that's Jordan Love. I thought wins weren't a fucking QB stat. They only seem to be a QB stat when it serves everybody's fucking purpose, right? Here's a fucking stat for you. Aaron Rodgers is hurt. He's got a broken fucking thumb. He's got fucking oblique injury. I don't want to see him rest of the fucking year. I want to see Jordan Love. That's what I want to see. You know what I'm happy about, dude, is I'm not even worried because I don't even feel this is a lost season. We've been waiting for this for so long, and now we're seeing it, and you see the hope. And you know what that's going to do if, if, if Aaron Rodgers has to be shut down, which I'm hoping it just gets done. Just give Jordan Love meaningful reps, not a spot start here every once in a while. With No, give him the entire opportunity for the rest of the season. Yeah. Because you know what's going to happen is we're going to go into next season with him actually showing up to training camp, him actually showing up to OTAs, him actually showing up and creating a rapport. Look, the reason he has the rapport with Christian Watson is because he was the one fucking throwing him the ball all off fucking season while Aaron Rodgers was for months, for months, for months, for months, April, May, June, July, months, months, he was throwing the ball. To these guys months he's got a laser beam for a fucking arm he looked poised back there i know one of the guys had mentioned well it was garbage time it's not garbage time down by 10 with three minutes to go that's not garbage time and, and i like the michael jordan tongue waggle myself right 
Yeah. Right? If that defense, he goes out there and scores in Christian Watson, and that defense stops them. We get Suddenly, it's a three-point game. Suddenly, it's a three-point game. We're yeah. right bloody there. Yeah. We yeah. are knocking on the door, and Jordan Love is going to deliver us to the promised land. And instead, Joe Barry's like, okay, so we haven't been able to stop the run all day with only two-man front, but I'm going to trick them by going two-man front. And they're like, holy fucking shit. And, and I'm going to put the, the ball in, again. <laughs> and I'm going to put the spy on Jalen Hurts in McDuffie 15 yards back. Yeah, so he deep. Has time to try to catch up to him. Deep, deep, <laughs> deep in the – Jesus, there's the picture there that I tweeted out. It's third and 14, and Jair is lined up 16 yards deep, and on the other side, fucking Douglas is 17 yards deep. Dude, what, what is that? So why don't the players kind of ignore the fucking coach – at that point, honestly, the players, the players are over exaggerating it now. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. He, they were probably only supposed to be eight or nine yards deep. And they're like, I'm fucking supposed to be in zone in this. Forget it. And they backed up. They said, OK, here I am all the way back here. That's what's going on. You're getting a rebellion. You're starting to get them to push back. They're like, this is bullshit. And it's bullshit on the front line. You've got poor Kenny Clark out there is getting triple teamed all fucking day long. And they don't send in anybody. We have by the two... best right guard by the best right guard in the fucking game, um, in the Eagles, who's not allowed a sack in two fucking years. Yeah, and so he's already got enough to Lane handle. Lane Johnson. Have, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but now let's just allow the center yeah. and the right tackle to also team Kenny, and then yeah. hope that yeah. Jerron Reed can beat two guys. Yeah, and they were just opening up. They were like, okay, we're going to open up at the left guard, and they'd open up that little wall. And there was such a huge hole. Sanders would hit that hole, and he was six yards deep before first contact was made. I mean, and instead of putting another – I mean, even Chris Collinsworth is saying, you know, last week against, you know, the, the we watched the Chargers put four guys and then five guys and then six guys on the line. Like, at least they started making him do something different. Not not Barry. Not Barry. He's like 320 you know yards. That's not nothing. Fire him. You know they're not going to fire him. So this is already a lost season. We're done. This is officially 326 rushing yards against and 74 first downs. Seven four. 74 fucking for. I mean, there's zero chance. Zero chance. It's done. 74 plays. Sorry. 74 yeah. plays. Sorry. But uh. let's just, it was a college offense, dude. And that's kind of what's trickling into the NFL with all these guys because all of these quarterbacks play like Jalen Hurts. They play and they're learning to to stay healthy, even though Jalen Hurts took a couple fucking pops there. And you look at what happened to Justin Fields. It's not sustainable, but Jordan Love is a pocket passer who can move. He He's going to have the same. I'm just excited, man. I'm not, I don't even feel bad about this loss, dude. I'm just fired up about the fact that I know that this is going to be Joe Barry's last year. And, they're not going to get rid of him before the end of the year, man, but we're going to have an entire off season. And I have a feeling that after this, Aaron Rodgers might walk away, man. Like I know he has a big ego. I think, I think it might need to be dragged away. Maybe, but maybe it's time where they sit him down and they talk to him and say, dude, all right, that's it, man. Cause Jordan love needs to get paid. Right, bro. I mean, this is it. It was, Trade him this, or is, this is it. This is it. I think we get Aaron. We we drew the bread fire. Let's 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 get into let's get into mailbag Monday. Mailbag, not the one with hair, but with an envelope. Mailbag Monday, sponsored by Manscaped. Sponsored by Manscaped. If you like clean sacks like Rogers likes clean sacks, Manscaped. Use coupon code DOSPAPAS, 20% off free shipping. 20% off free shipping. And uh, right in time for the holidays. So right if you want to have your, your, your grass nice and short when right around your sack, then use Manscaped. Okay, Oliver, close off. Should the Packers shut down Rodgers for the rest of the year? Yes. <laughs> Should the Packers bring head interim head coach of the Badgers onto the coaching staff for the rest of the year? Right now, I will take a mop and a bucket. I will take anything. This, 
I hope there's some competence from the top down and they, they just pull the plug on Barry. You know, it's already a lost season. There's no point in continuity. Give these guys five weeks. You got to be able to show that your defense, some of these defensive guys now we're, you know, Amos and these guys, they're on their final contract. You got to at least show the defense that you're willing as a GM and organization to be making a change for the better. If you just keep the same old, same old, everybody's going to walk out of there with that sour taste in their mouth, yeah. that rotten dink in their mouth, and they're going to go forget it. I'm not going back there. It's the same old, same old. Yep. Right. Yeah. Let's see here. Colton Moore had like 25 different questions. Lafleur doesn't get rid of. If Lafleur doesn't get rid of Barry, should Goot take action? Yes. And if Goot doesn't take action, then you fucking fire Goot. Then Mike. Then Mark Murphy starts at the top and goes Goot, then Lafleur, then Barry. I know Lafleur had 14 wins and 15, 20, 35, 50. Well, now he's putting up the wrong stats. Now he's putting up historical stats that are the wrong ones. Does Love's garbage time performance prove the Lafleur offense works? I don't think that was garbage time, man. They not. scored. We were in it. We, we were in it. Defense stops them, and we are one score. Instead, the defense, fuck, eight, another eight-minute fucking drive. On top of eight guys on the goal line with two guys rushing. <laughs> I don't think – I don't think – he says – he says, does love uh, performance prove the LaFleur offense works or do we need to see the whole game? I don't think that was the LaFleur offense. That was a, listen, we've got three minutes and we've got a score offense. I do think that Jordan Love was uh, uh, six of seven for what? But a hundred and hundred and a quarter in a final couple of minutes. All of them look like lasers. And if uh, Aaron Jones catches that back shoulder one that went right through his hands there, this might be a different outcome. Six for nine, one thirteen, twelve point six yards per attempt. What did I say? What did I say? What did I say? One twelve off the top Aaron of my Rod- head. Aaron Rodgers was eleven for sixteen for one forty-eight point eight yards, two touchdowns, two hundred ninety-five points. I know that Aaron Rodgers uh, threw a bunch of ints today because he's on my fantasy football team, so he threw two he touchdowns on and two. So I got eight points. Awesome. Yeah, he's, nice he's on my big money league, so I'm gonna have to pick up Jordan Love and then. A.J. Dillon, 8 for 64, 8 yards per carry. 20 yards was his longest. That was the touchdown. Um, Aaron Jones, 12 for 43, 3.6. 10 was his longest. Um, 20, 20 carries, man. 23, 26 touches. And How many for Jones? He had 12 for 43, 3.6. 12. And 12. Then he, yeah. In a game. In a game. And did you see how many rushing touchdowns he has in the league? Two. That's a glaring fucking issue right there. You circle that with magic marker on the uh, teleprompter and you point that to Lafleur. Okay. Did you think that where, where are we at now? What are we at? We're at 12 games. We're, we're three quarters of the season is done now. Did you think that with three quarters of the season, Aaron Jones would have only two touchdowns? No. And, and the other, he should have, he should have eight. The other glaring component of this that I don't understand why they keep putting him in there, and I, I hate to say that because I'm not glad he got hurt, but I'm glad that Savage was forced off. Ford immediately comes in and makes plays, dude. And well, Ford had Ford started at the safety position, and Savage was in slot. He came out, and that's when they put Nixon in for Savage, yep. and suddenly – it looked a little better in the back end yeah, there. And please. Ford was making plays, whereas Savage would have just completely let the tight end run free. Yeah. So you've got that. Kayshawn Nixon, bro. Holy shit. He's a player. He's a player. He it's, can play. It's so nice to have somebody back. How about Hollis? Since when? Dude, I had, to be honest with you, I was looking at him. I was like, who the fuck is that? I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, okay. Good. Like, that's what I try to do. Cause we talked about him on the last podcast. You don't remember that? You're all high as hell, aren't you? Oh, high as hell. We talked about him on the last podcast. I said, listen, he can go in there and rush the quarterback. You can let him run contained. That's easy. And that's what he did. And fuck, he was awesome. He was awesome. There's the hope that is not the eighties for us is the fact that these quick rebuilds that we've been able to do. And you see that the pieces are there. And again, we said this before the season started this team on paper fat is fantastic. Um, it's just too bad. They don't play the game on paper. Cole, that's Cole, exactly right. 
Colton Moore, with the talent that we have on defense, would a different coordinator with a full season make a diff with a full offseason make a difference? Yes. The individual players have not lived up to their potential. They've given up because they're not being used properly and now they're bored. Yeah, I was gonna say, look, there's a little bit of both there. I'm not Look, dude, you're a professional. You show up to play. I understand there. Uh, the problem is you're not putting them in a position to succeed, which I think is the major problem with this. But at the same time, dude, how many of these guys, and you just mentioned it, are on their last year, moving into their last contract, that are looking to get paid or need to get paid? Look, man, I mean, individually, you're not playing well either, regardless, despite what – the scheme is, despite what the coach is doing, you should be able to make the plays. And time and time again, we've seen a lot, like we've seen a lot of missed tackles, which was one of the biggest things that we were really good at last year, right? Penalties. Again, I know the refs keep just fuck whatever. I, I just I'm not even concerned you know, about because it it's across the league. But um, they need to they need to remove Barry right away, put in Jerry Gray, get him in there. Because you're not going to get a big-name defensive coordinator with six, seven games left to go. Nobody's going to want to touch that. But then you get rid of Jerry Gray, and the very first day that you're allowed to hire, you go and you beg Wade Phillips to come. And you pay money, and you shell out, and you let him do what he does best, and that's run a defense. Go get Mike Zimmer. Go get Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer is out there. Go get uh, uh, Flores from Miami. Go get – Use our stock money that you just fucking got in this offseason and go buy we'll pay some money coach. and give us a defensive coordinator for fuck's sakes. It's only been 13 years. Give us a defensive coordinator. Just one. If you got us, if you got us, Wade Phillips, can you imagine the veracity, the amount of sacks, what we would have done to these people? We would have torn these teams a new ass torn them a new ass and the defensive players would have been up and they would have been psyched. See the problem. And this is here. Here's the dilemma, right? And, and this kind of touches on Brett's next question, but uh, it also touches on what you said earlier, right? When you're an NFL defensive player, you do certain things, right? Maybe you cover a, a wide receiver better. Let's, let's, let's take Jair. Okay, mm -hmm. let's break down Jair. So Jair is man on man. And right off the hop, we see that he doesn't do man on man because Justin Jefferson ran everywhere but towards him. He still doesn't travel with the guy. Jair is that gunslinger corner, Darrell Rivas. He is that guy that you put on their number one and you cancel out that number one. And he's not being used like that. He's being told to go sit in a zone. And 90% of the day, nothing happens. And when something happens to him, he so gets so excited, he stands there, he doesn't know what to do. He's bored. So he doesn't want to listen. He doesn't want to, he's not being engaged. Let's get over onto the defensive line. Kenny Clark is really good at beating a single block. Sometimes double, the double. double Sometimes yeah. the double, he can break through. But when he's getting manhandled by three guys and the running back or fullback or tight end is chipping him, and then people are yelling at him that he can't get there. Or how about we go to the linebackers where Devondre Campbell is being asked, to shed the block of a 350-pound offensive lineman who's it's coming at him to take his head off. Right. I mean, but yeah. whoever. Or Chris Quay Barnes, Walker, whoever. Chris Barnes. Yeah. They're being asked to do something that is not in their realm. And people go, oh, well, it happens. Yes, yes, yes. Occasionally, a blind squirrel does find a nut. Yes, occasionally, they have to do that. But he's being asked to do that on 74 plays. Not 1, 2, 5, 10. 74 of them. So he's, he's given up because he's getting yelled at. He's like, listen, why aren't you blocking that semi-trailer? I gave you a ping pong paddle. Get the fuck out of here, right? Like, I can't You yell at me all day long. I can't do it. I'm going to go to a different scheme where I'm actually going to be used for the talents that I have, right? It's going to be super interesting to see the comments coming after this game because they had a chance to win this game, had the defensive calls, and to a certain extent, having benched Rodgers with a broken thumb coming into the game. Those two things, I... I like when Ian Rappaport or whoever it was said, it's even more severe than we thought. I, I get it. He's a tough guy. Like I, I get that he plays through pain, but that's where you sit down and say, we have to have this game. You're not a hundred percent. And if we were like winning hundred percent of Jordan love is better than you right now. Sorry. 
And if we were winning, and this touches on that Favre thing, remember Favre had the broken thumb. If we were winning like Favre was winning, there's not too much complaining. You can't rock the boat. But we're not winning, and we haven't been winning in a while. In a while. Since last season. If you think about how we finished last season yeah. and this season, the last season, because it's the last, we're what, week 12? So we're now at the point where I believe we are four and eight three five wins in the last 16 games so we are five and 11 going to last year up to this year that's wonderful that we were 39 and and whatever 10 or yeah, yeah 39 and 10 we are very nearsighted as fans. Everyone is. And this is us kind of creeping into the recency stuff, right? Because we've been good for so long that we can kind of hang our hat on history. We can hang on hat on the past because we always expect stuff to change and turn around. But the problem has been that this year has been and felt like a 1987 Packers team, not a 1992 to present team. Right. They lost the locker room a long time ago. Yeah. And you saw it in the very first game. Players were already starting to call it out. So they lost the locker room sometime end of July is mm-hmm. when they lost the locker room. And it's just boiled over. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. We're listening to my dad and his friend Bruce on Packers without borders. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. Also, you can find our merch on PackersWithoutBorders.MyShopify.com and TeePublic if you want cups, mugs, and those types of things. You can also visit us on Patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders and give us some money. And audibletrial.com front slash Packers Without Borders. Give them a click, check them out, try that 30-day free trial with them, and enjoy your books. Peace, and go Pack Go! Hello everyone, I am Andrew Fox, and you are listening to Packers Without Borders with Bruce and Matt. Let's get to Adam uh, Bricko, Bricko, Bricko. B-R-I-C-C-O. Bricko? Adam Bricko. First off, fuck that Skip Bayless. I thought we showed Straight a lot up, of brother. good... I got you. We, I, we, I, we went after that motherfucker a couple times. Thanks, Brett. You... I thought we showed a lot of good stuff for the future. What are your thoughts on most of Wisconsinite's push for Jim Leonard for defensive coordinator? No. No. I want the big name. Go get me the Nike shoes off the top shelf, please. Go get me the Air Jordan flights, the $700. Those are the shoes I want to – don't go get me the Walmart $50 shoes and tell me that they just work the same because they but don't work pleather. the fucking same. But they're pleather. But they don't work the same, and we've seen it for 13 years. Give me – we've got so many first-rounders. We have two first-round defensive linemen, and we are getting tossed for 325 yards. We need Here's... a brand-name defensive coordinator. Okay, buddy. A brand-name. Here's a – a reference, uh, I don't know what to call it, but just imagine that you have a closet, right? Because you, you get to the age at some point in your life where instead of spending Is this on where you come out of the closet? Cheaper stuff, right? <laughs> and fucker. You you buy cheaper stuff because like you go buy an I- IKEA furniture, right? But then like you a- realize that it's like pressed wood <gasps> and it doesn't last a lifetime. So then you start buying stuff for your house that's solid oh, wood. It's going to last forever. And that's exactly what is going on right now. Like we have a very nice house in the Green Bay Packers full of very nice things. But the problem is that all of those things are cheap on the outside and don't last. Like you need to start investing in something that's going to last a very long time. And they've been hanging off of the coattails of MVP Aaron Rodgers. And the second that he fell apart, everybody's relying on this guy. So you need to start 
spending money in other places, not, not just players. What I'm talking about is top to bottom to make it a nice solid house with solid wood furnishings throughout as opposed to Ikea, Ikea furniture. that's going to fall apart. Go spend money on something good. That's all I'm saying. Just spend the money a little bit. It doesn't count on the cap. Go get, go get us a good defensive coordinator. Go get us Mike Zimmer. Go get Brian Flores. Go get Wade Phillips. Go get uh, Jeff Schwartz. Go get go go get my Schottenheimer from fucking uh, uh, New Orleans. Go get anybody who knows how to stop the fucking run and cover a tight end, and we'll be in great shape. Okay, yes or no, Sean Payton to the Packers. No, I, I we need you know what we need is we need that Bill Parcells. We need that shut the fuck up and listen to the what the hell I say type I attitude. Right. I think we're in the transition we need, now. Where we yeah. Need an asshole coach, because everybody thinks that Lafleur like is, you can go back and forth from asshole coach to player coach. Can As- you imagine? Can you imagine Lafleur yelling at Rogers? Rogers is the first off older than him. God. And then secondly, right? Lafleur would be like, come on, man. <clears throat> Please. You got to listen to me, dude. Hey. Just call the place like also, I said. Hey. Do you know Am what would happen if Jair acted like that and Wade Phillips was standing there? He'd bench him. Fucking A, he would. And he would send a message to the rest of the team. Yep. Shut the fuck up and do what I say. And you know what would happen? You know what happened? we get success. Because all we need is somebody to make definite decisions and to ride or die on those things. And Barry is not gambling money. No risked money is no earned money. And you He's do just that with Jair. And you do that with Jair, but you explain to him. And then he comes to you and says, Coach, I want to go, I want to man up on AJ Brown. Guess what Wade Phillips is going to do? Okay. Put him on fucking AJ Brown. He's going to put your money where your mouth is. That's what you've got to do to these guys. Oh, you think you can do this? Then let's do this. And if he does it, not only A, do you look like a genius for moving Jair over there and putting him on there one-on-one, but B, Jair gets to earn the 84 fucking million dollars that we're fucking paying him. Well, it's because you did – was I the only one that noticed that Joe Barry seemed like he had vomited on his sweatshirt? No, I was drunk from the night before. Whatever right. it was. Brett, Brett, Mailbag Monday. Obviously, Barry is crap. Do you think a scheme change will start getting more out of the players, i.e. Douglas, Kenny Clark, who just get pushed around on the field by Kelsey like he was on skates? Yes, I think a scheme change would would help. If they put three or four guys on the line next to Kenny Clark, guess what? BJ Raj was a more dominant Norse tackle when we had Jenkins and we had Pickett out there because one of those guys demanded a double team. Kenny Clark is out there with nobody demanding, no double teams whatsoever, and half of them not even playing in the right position or, or controlling their gap. So he's getting triple teamed out there. And then people are going, where's Kenny Clark? Come on. So here's two things for you. So the first thing, Jerron Reed, when they did that close-up on his face, looked like BJ Raji for a second. I thought that was awesome. Number I know. Two, <laughs> number two, um, I do believe that a 4-3, instead of running two D linemen, we might have three D linemen uh... if we run a 4-3. Say it again. Say it again. Four, say it three. again. Yeah. Four, three. Oh, we'll have three linemen instead of two. Say, say, say it sexy now. Say no. it sexy. No, it's we good. got a four, three. Listen to you in that defensive jargon. That's listen to you in that defensive jargon. Amos always seems to be a step behind every read and every play. It's because Amos is told to be played 18 yards back. Even Jair at times, Jair is bored. We, we talked about that. Does a new defensive coordinator bring life back to them? So the difference with, with this defense that I have an issue with specifically with Amos is when they bring him down in the box and start bringing pressure and using them the way that he loves to play you don't see that often, but the games that we've won, you've seen him in the backfield. You've seen a lot of Amos tackles for loss coming in, at least disrupting the play, right? You don't see that in these losses because they just – fuck, man. I just – I'm, I'm going to – I had a Delta 8 beverage, and now I'm dipping into champagne, which is great. That'll be good. That'll be good for your early uh, wake-up call. The um... – the Packers defense would get new life into it. And it, this is, this is what all I'm trying to say. Okay. Is you have a really not, okay. You've got a great race car and this race car has got all the parts. You've and got you that put first round we talking about on Wednesday. Yeah. We, Saturday. We Saturday. put the, uh, you're so high. The, you, you put the first round tire draft pick tires on 
right? You got a couple of free right. agency, free agency uh, engine parts. Like you've got a mint, mint, mint car. And the guy that's driving it barely got his license. And he's not sure what all the gauges still do. And you're letting him drive he it. He wants to take a Corvette over a giant speed speed bump in a parking yeah, lot. Yeah, just get stuck there and then get mad at me that I wouldn't tow him off. Listen, <laughs> we need to get somebody who knows what all the gauges do, what all the nuances is. Somebody who is a specialist in defensive coordinating. Mm-hmm. Somebody like me. Somebody like me. I can guarantee you this, Packer fans, podcast fans. I can, I'll bet my left nut on this, okay? I could come up with a better defensive scheme that would not allow historical records to be fucking put up on us. I can guarantee you that. Okay. I may not win every game, but I would, I would shut down where we got, where we're bleeding immediately. The greatest coaches that I've ever had and the greatest minds of this world, quite honestly, are ones that can let go of the ego and understand that you can't do everything yourself and learn from the people that you have. Right. So the guys that he's coaching, it would be very easy for Barry to have listened to his players back in September when Jaw spoke up and say, okay, dude, like you're a leader on this team. Right. And he didn't get voted captain for whatever reason. And we don't know what's going on there. Right. Why he wasn't voted captain, but a guy like that comes in, you need buy-in from a guy like that. You want him to be your captain next season. Right. Like you go to Gary who is the engine is the everything for this defense. And you go to him and you hear him chirping up. And then on the offensive side, Matt LaFleur should have listened to Aaron Jones should have listened to Mercedes Lewis should have listened to all Kenny Clark should have listened to all of these guys that spoke up during the season and done something about it. And that's the problem with this season, man, that, that, that's my, like you wonder if you wonder if Mark Murphy Goot and Lafleur had a meeting. They had an orgy. Yes, last agreed. year, last year, or the year before. Remember when all of this was coming to a head? Trade me, get rid of me. I don't know if I'm coming back. Who's this Jordan? Love, blah, blah blah blah. You wonder if they sat down and they said, "Listen, live or die." We went through it this way, where we got rid of Favre, and the fans were really pissed, and you know there, there was some bumps, and we maybe we didn't handle that right this time. Let's try and handle it a different way. And we're just going to give the keys to the car to, to Rogers and let him drive it. Right. Well, and then, well, well, now he's, now he's crashed the race car. Now the race car has crashed and he is hurt Mm -hmm. and, and, and he shouldn't be driving. And it's probably that ayahuasca. Anyway, don't, don't get high and drive, but Jordan love is ready to go. We need Jordan Love to get those reps or we're just going to end up letting him go for nothing. And another first round pick down the freaking tubes. I mean, again, Gutenkust with his bloody harem with all the misses in the draft. It, it, every single time with Papa G, right? You like that? I'm telling you. Papa G, I think, hit it on the head. And every time I we talk about this and every time I read more stuff about it, this comes from the top down. And, it was nice and, to get affirmation from somebody who's been in the locker room to let us know what we're thinking is happening. Because he was like, we don't know what's happening. Nobody can judge what's going on. It's like, no, we just spoke to an NF- ex-NFL player who told us exactly what's going on. Because that's the vibe. And somebody finally came in and said something about it. Right. So, and, so what do you think the odds are right now? That Rogers A comes back, B retires, or C gets traded away. I think C is the most likely option because somebody's willing to pay him 15 million. Oh, oh, Indianapolis will pay him 50 million bucks and they'll give us a handful of draft picks. That, 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 oh yeah. That that wouldn't that be wouldn't that be incredible? And then he would come back and play for the Vikings. Of you course, know, cousins would get hurt or something. Cousin, like Vikings fans hate cousins. So what you do is you get rid of cousins and you bring in Aaron Rodgers for his last. Or year. Would he go to Detroit? Or would he go to Detroit? I don't think so. Because they wouldn't take him in Chicago and Kirk Cousins. He's still got another six years. So good. I, I guessed on the Bears. Yeah. I guessed on the Lions. The Lions. I know. Took him a little bit of time to get going, but that's the team I was expecting to see. I did not expect us to shit the bed, and I did not expect the Vikings to win all of these close games because, remember, eight games last season they lost in stupid fashion. This year, yeah. now they're 
balls rolling their way because they're the worst fucking. Well, I heard that people from Minnesota have a lot of balls rolling their way. Well, and they open their mouths as they roll their way. I heard that. I heard that. (laughs) What noise does the Vikings fan make? Roll into their mouth. Terrible, man. Terrible. You know, whenever you get high is when you become so so terrible. Listen, this this team, we're 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 in trouble. We're in trouble, and that's it. I think that was our playoff. I I think that was our playoff. I think that's yeah, it's done. We already knew that coming into this game. I mean, we had a six percent chance, dude. Um, We had to run the table. I was pretty optimistic, but at the same time, I was already like in a mindset where I was like, okay, if we lose, we're going to see Jordan love. And I'm glad we saw him for a series here. That way we're not speculating about all next week. I think with both injuries to Aaron Rodgers, now I think it's Jordan love time. And I can't wait to see what he's, he's got, man, because it's limited sample. And again, teams don't plan for him, right? Like every, this always happens to when a guy first comes in, like he'll play well, probably next week, he might have a couple games or whatever, because defenses don't know anything but- about Put yourself in Jordan Love's shoes. Put yourself in Jordan Love's shoes. Size thirteen. I'm gonna. This is, this is, this is his audition. He knows it. All the other teams in the NFL that are looking for a quarterback know it. And and he's like, either I'm gonna get the starting job in Green Bay, or I'm not gonna resign and I'm gonna get the starting job somewhere else. Hundred percent. Right. Hundred percent. Because he can't, I mean, how many years can I, I'm not going to be a $150 million backup quarterback. I want to get out there. I want to throw the ball, right? Of course he wants to stay in green Bay. It's where he's going to have great success, but he'll be able to go to the jets. He'll be able to go to, you know, Cleveland after Watson wins a game and goes for a back rub. Listen, he's going to get his. And the Packers aren't going to be able to pay Rogers 50 million bucks and Jordan Love 50 million bucks because they'll be the only two players on the team. So I think Jordan Love knows this is an addition. And mm-hmm. I have to get out there and I have to tear these defensive up. And, and he's playing on the house's money because if he goes out there and he loses all the games, it doesn't really matter. The team was terrible. This was terrible. You can put it all on a different dump, bunch of different baskets. Right. Yeah. You can put it on a whole bunch of different baskets. But if he goes out there and he tears it up, he knows his stock extremely rises, extremely rockets. And he goes, forget it. I'm not signing. I'm not staying with Green Bay. And suddenly Goot has a first round pick, learn from a Hall of Famer and go across the way to Detroit and kick our ass for the next 16 years. Amen. I've got something for you. Are you ready? Because I just thought of it because it's truly sick. All right. Entering the love era. Here you go. And, you know, I've been, I've been pretty good on the Twitter dad stuff. So I'm going to. Uh oh. Here we go. Okay. All right. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Eyesore. Eyesore who? Eyesore do love you a lot. Terrible. Hey, what does Jordan love wear on his left hand? A glove. I love glove. <laughs> oh, now that's uh, funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Okay, knock knock. What did uh, Cinderella say when she got to the ball? No, you've already done. You oh. Said this oh yeah, said I like that, that one. Knock like knock. That one. Who's there? Frank. Frank who? Frank, you for loving me. <laughs> Oh, this is, we got to end this before I get sick. <laughs> Hold on. These are all, these are all going directly to Jordan Love. All right. Not you. Okay. All right. Uh, every Packer, this is every Packer fan. Okay. Saying this right now. I'm okay. no photographer, but I can picture us together. It's terrible. You know, every time I hear these jokes, I'm reminded of a joke and I can't remember how it goes. Maybe you know it. And it's something about how we hired this guy. We hired this guy to paint our fence or something. And he only wanted to get paid nickels, but he only worked for five minutes and didn't make a lot of sense. Exactly. Something like that. It's something like that. Yeah. 
but it was something like that. I can't remember. That's not how the joke goes, but it's something like that. It's something along those lines. Like, I, you know, it's like the bear and the rabbit taking the shit in the woods. That one. Yep. I, I thought my Saturday joke was good. I thought your Saturday joke is good too. I think a lot of your dad jokes are good, except some of them are just very terrible. I think the key to a good dad joke is it being very terrible. I, I'm working on it, man, because <laughs> there, I've got some competition on Instagram with a dude that I ran into a long time ago, and he's actually become very famous on Instagram. And oh, yeah. like we, like I've got his cell number, like we, we chat, but the dude's like super famous now. And he even has coffee mugs and he sits, it's like dad, it's dad talk. And what he does is he just sits on the dock. Yeah. His, yeah. That dude. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a really great guy. And we like fuck for years, man. Like I would send him a shit and I would send, but he did it on Instagram. So I'm trying to fucking do it on Twitter. But the problem is that the fucker like takes some of mine every once in a while now. So I was like, I'll take some of his and now I'm like, I, I've got to start getting creative here. Cause I've got to create my own content. Cause he's actually a content creator who went viral. So mine are going to be really obscure and shitty, but the shittier they are, the better. So I'm going to work on it, man. I got to do my thing. Good luck. Packers got their asses kicked, man. Oh, I know. I know this is going to be a tough uh, season to swallow, but you know what? This is what makes winning the Super Bowl that much sweeter. This is what makes the wins better. This is what makes making the playoffs. Uh, you know, every year because of the 80s and 90s that I lived through before Brett Favre, I thought to myself, if we could just make the playoffs, I'll be happy with the playoffs. Any bonus football and having, you know, a, a more than winning season. It's been a while. It's been a little while. It's been since 2018. So it's maybe okay. not – not maybe not that much of a while, but it's uh, it's time. It's time for regime change. I think uh, I think maybe Goot. I think uh, Barry for sure. Maybe Goot and Barry. Oh, that's Goot new from Barry. Kellogg's. Goot and Barry, new, new from Kellogg's. Yeah, Frank and Barry, <laughs> Boo Barry. Now somebody's got to get in touch with. Somebody's got to get a, a hold of that team, and somebody's got to you know get the diva either in line with the rest of them or uh, down the line. Down the line. Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? Candace. Candace who? Candace Beloved. That'll be <laughs> Candace Beloved. Oh, I've been searching for. No, but this can, can this be the end? Can yes. this end? <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, we've got that weed whacker that we're going to give away from uh, Manscaped. Mailbag Monday is sponsored uh, by Manscaped. Use uh, coupon code DOSPAPAS, D-O-S-P-A-P-A-S, for 20% off and uh, free shipping anywhere in uh, Canada, the United States. Listen, you got to get in on this stuff. This stuff is pretty good. The uh, ball deodorant, I think, is uh, my absolute favorite thing in the world, and uh, it is now a you know, part of my routine. I love Love, love, love it. I can't uh, go. The nose trimmer is my number one, man. Nose and ear trimmer, is that is fast. Yeah, there's no pulling. There's no yanking. It just, you hear it go, and it's gone. There's no yanking on hairs. That's you terrible. Work your way down the nostril or work uh, your way into that ear hair. It's fantastic. When, when you can taste the trimmer, they're too deep. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, like, like Vikings fans. Oh, oh. <laughs> So, hey, we're giving away that uh, lawnmower, the uh, lawnmower 4.0 or 2.0, whatever it is. It comes with guards. I mean, the, thing, the, the thing's worth like like 200 bucks. It's fantastic. It's rechargeable, comes in its own little kit, the whole works. Listen, um, uh, the best mailbag uh, Monday questions. We've got a few that are submitted here. We're going to uh, screenshot them. We're going to uh, write those names out. I know it, it, it's just one. So fire him in, right? We're not going to, you know, Colton had like 25 questions. We're not going to put Colton in 25 times, but I think he had one that might've made the, uh, made the uh, honor roll there that we're uh, throw his name in the hat. Yeah. So, he, he got out of his swamp for two seconds to yeah, find yeah. some signal and then went <laughs> yeah. to his, his swamp. Yeah. Well, I like the swamp thing. Ah, here, I've got some questions. Colton's, Colton's a so, good dude. Yeah. We love Colton. Listen, um, we're going to give that away on the 200th episode. This is uh, episode 195. Five more episodes. We're going to give that bad boy away. You got any questions for us? You can find us uh, at uh, Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com. How about uh, at Borders Packers on Twitter, uh, Packers Without Borders on Instagram, and Packers Without Borders on Facebook as well. 
Go get your Jordan Love La Loteria shirt on uh, Packers Without Borders at my.shopify.com because we're on the back of a buy here pretty quick and the shirts are going to be gone at that point. So go get the rest of your shirts, a little bit of Jordan Love time. Uh, don't forget to throw us some money on uh, patreon.com for slash Packers Without Borders. Really appreciate the support. Thank you guys so much. Love this episode. Peace. Go Pack Go. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego. Every every blue, it'll be just thinking about you. It'll be decorations of red on a green every Christmas tree. It will it won't be the same dear if you're not here with me 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 and when those it'll be blue. It's the snowflakes, it's start falling. It'll be that so when those ever be blue in the memories, it's the start of calling. You'll be doing all right with your Christmas. It'll be but I'll ever be blue. It'll be, it'll be a blue, blue, blue Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, baby, I'll, I'll miss you. <laughs> Christmas, I'll be a white. Ever be a blue, ever be a blue, blue, blue Christmas.